0: By now, you've heard of COVID-19, the coronavirus. You've read the articles, you've seen the news, you've scrolled through your social media and clicked on the links. Information on the coronavirus is changing so fast that even journalists and health experts are having issues keeping up. Major brands, celebrities, influencers, and world leaders are all urging us to stay home. In a way, we've all become part of this massive movement to stay alive because at this point, It's the one issue that has to matter to everyone in the world. At the beginning, we were told that only older adults or those with compromised immune systems were at risk. We also thought at one point that the hotter weather would slow down the virus. And then, younger adults started getting sick. And countries with year-long hot weather started to see a rise in their numbers. Everyone is at risk, but not everyone confronts the same likelihood of getting the virus. Though we're being told to work from home and social distance, a great number of people in the world don't have that luxury. They're called essential workers, like healthcare and public health workers, law enforcement and public safety officers, first responders, food and agriculture workers, and those in transportation. What happens when you aren't an essential worker and your company can no longer operate? Over 10 million Americans answered that question by filing a jobless claim toward the end of March 2020.
1: When you've got uh, families that are depending on your business to stay open and you've got clients that are depending on you shipping them product, uh, you, you know, you have a lot of balls to juggle and, and eventually knowing that this is going to be difficult mm-hmm. on everybody. And uh, ultimately it comes down to a people issue of keeping people safe.
0: Today I speak with Jason Wolf, president and CEO of a manufacturing company operating on both sides of the border on what it's like to have to make decisions that affect more than 2,000 employees amid the coronavirus. Hola, yo soy Andrea Verónica Márquez and this is Latinx, a new show from La Red Hispana. Te invito a que seas parte de la familia Latinx. Make sure to download and subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Latin comment and leave us a message about what you would like us to talk about.
1: I'm extremely concerned about my employees, Um, you know, what's going to happen to them? Uh, How am I going to, as, as a business, continue to support all of them so that they can subsist so they can buy food, so they can stay at home and uh, shelter in place and take care of their families and stay safe.
0: This is Jason Wolf, president and CEO of NovaLink, a manufacturing company operating on both sides of the Mexico-Texas border. This company manufactures a wide variety of things, such as airplane seats, football helmets and water meters.
1: My concern now is, is do I have a need for airplane seats, not do I have enough leather to make them, but who's going to consume those airplane seats right now?
0: Most recently, Novalink, Jason's company, focused their efforts on making face masks, using materials at hand and donating about 4000 of them to hospitals on both sides of the border in Brownsville, Texas and in Matamoros, Tamaulipas, Mexico. Since this interview, like many businesses that have had to close down their operations, Novalink has had to shut down its plant in order to keep its employees safe.
1: We have roughly 2,500 employees over here in Mexico and roughly 40 employees over in Brownsville, Texas. Unfortunately, by design of the manufacturing operations, employees are fairly close to each other.
0: As businesses struggled to stay open because of the coronavirus, many employers had to close their doors and lay off their employees. At the end of March, around 10 million people living in the United States have filed jobless claims, according to the Department of Labor.
1: When you've got uh, families that are depending on your business to stay open and you've got clients that are depending on you shipping them product, uh, you, you know, you're, you're a lot of balls to juggle and, and eventually knowing that this is going to be difficult on mm. everybody. Oh and uh, ultimately, it comes down to a people issue of keeping people safe. Uh, and hopefully making the right decisions that your business will be here when you get back so that those employees have somewhere to go uh, to continue to generate the income that they need to survive in the long run.
0: As a response to the rapid rise in unemployment rates, the Senate passed the largest economic rescue package in the history of the United States. This is a huge, huge deal because the package includes $1,200 checks for individuals with an additional $500 for each child. And for the first time, gig workers and freelancers can also collect unemployment checks. In terms of the big picture for businesses, they've set aside $350 billion in loans for small businesses and an additional $500 billion in bailout money for companies.
1: Many of our U.S. companies' clients are considered essential in the U.S. because they're involved in the transportation industry, uh, fire protection, fire suppression. But as you know, what applies in the United States does not necessarily apply in Mexico.
0: In Mexico, President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, until recently, had been known to take a different approach to the spread of the coronavirus by urging people to keep hugging one another and shaking hands and going to restaurants because it helped the economy. In a morning briefing, he also said that he could not wear a mask because the public would panic if they saw him like that.
1: Uh, over here in Mexico, uh, my concern is uh, probably that of, uh, you know, somewhere like in India, where there's large populations of people. Um, there, there are not the medical resources, the infrastructure in place to be able to, uh, to, to deal with something like this. And I hope that the Mexican population takes it seriously. Um, I hope that when people are told not to go uh, to work, to theaters, to restaurants, to whatever it is, uh, that they understand why.
0: A company like Novalink that operates on both sides of the border has a unique experience in having to consider how two countries are reacting to a
1: global threat. I think the US and Mexico are handling the situation at the outset very similar a little bit of lack of seriousness, if you will, in in the degree to which this virus can affect the community. The the federal government's response to it initially was pretty weak in Mexico, uh, as it was in the U.S., and then it kind of ratchets up from there once you start seeing the numbers play out.
0: Since his initial, and what many are saying, was a very irresponsible and late reaction due to a rapid rise in cases in Mexico, President Lopez Obrador has told the public not to leave their homes unless absolutely necessary. He declared a state of national sanitation emergency by Fuerza Mayor, which translates to superior force.
1: Our employees were not laid off um, under this decree from the Mexican government. We are technically prohibited from terminating any employees. So uh, since Mexico made this declaration of a sanitary emergency by force majeure. Um, It basically stipulates that we need to send the employees home with 100% compensation.
0: Countries are responding differently. Even though Mexico is still expecting employees to be paid, it's not the same case in the United States. And right now, millions of Americans are without a job and health care at a time when they need it the most.
1: We're putting together a plan where we are hopefully going to be bringing in a reduced staff of employees. We are doing things, you know, as you would imagine, social distancing, um, the jail stations so that everybody has plenty of hand sanitizer. Um, We've provided masks to all of our employees.
0: Like Novalink, many companies have been donating money and resources to those who cannot afford to stay home and who are somehow still keeping the world going. It's the healthcare workers who have a line of a face mask imprinted on their face after hours of wearing them nonstop. It's the agricultural workers who are still out in the fields and the reason we sell food and groceries. It's the law enforcement officers who are still in the streets keeping us safe. You know, I want to end on a positive note, and right now it might seem hard for you to see a light at the end of a tunnel. But Jason Wolf's company, NovaLink, is an example of what we can do. We can be part of the light instead of waiting for it. They focus their efforts on making masks to help out their community. And even though we might not have the same resources, there are many ways we can help. I'm sure you know that the most important way is to stay home if you can. You don't have to get overwhelmed by thinking too big, but you can think smaller. Help your community, help locally. You can do one thing that is in your control. There are many ways and places to where you can donate money or you can donate time by being present with others, you can join online communities and reach out to people who you know are alone right now. This is one cause we should all join, a cause we can join and I think it's a cause we kind of have to join. Hey guys, this is Andrea, thanks for listening. Make sure to download and subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Latinx. Please comment and leave us a message about what you'd like us to talk about. I really want to know what you guys think. Bienvenidos a la familia Latinx.